This podcast is made possible by Suncorp Team Girls. Let's build a nation of confident girls. From Mamma Mia, I'm Rebecca Sparrow, and this is Ask Me Anything, the podcast where I answer anonymous questions from tween and teenage girls, just like you. Today on the show, we're talking about failure and resilience. I've got to say, this is really one of my favourite topics, the, this idea of failure and resilience. When people look at my resume of the different jobs that I've had, it looks pretty impressive. You know, I've been a travel writer. You know, I've travelled the world for free and written about it. I've been a magazine editor. I've been a newspaper columnist. I've been a TV script writer and author. But I think what's really interesting is that I am where I am, not because I was ever the smartest person in the room. I wasn't. But I think I'm maybe one of the bravest or the most resilient because I've had these amazing opportunities because I'm pretty comfortable with failure. I mean, nobody loves failing at stuff or suffering disappointments, but I guess I don't take them personally. And my motto has always been in my life, if you don't ask, you don't get. So in other words, if you don't put yourself out there for opportunities and experiences, then you'll probably miss out on some of life's most amazing moments. So enough about me. Let's listen to our first question. Hi, Beck. How do you get to be brave? Where do you find the courage to put yourself out there? Okay. Well, here's the thing. I think that courage and fear live side by side. So if you need the courage to do something, then it means that it's something that makes you feel anxious or scared or nervous. So if I said to you, oh, I need courage to go and speak in front of a group of people. Well, actually, I don't because I love getting up and speaking in front of people. So it doesn't make me nervous. So I don't need courage for that. But if I had to go and bungee jump, that scares the life out of me. And that would take courage. So I think that courage doesn't exist without fear, something um, making you a bit scared about it. So where do you find courage to put yourself out there? Well, for me, Courage is rooted in self-belief that whatever happens, I have it in me to survive, that I will be okay. And I guess that that is something that I truly believe, that I have a well of strength, a fire or a steeliness inside me that won't be defeated. So to me, courage is admitting that I'm scared, but refusing to give into it because I know that even if life brings me to my knees, I have it in me to stand back up. I think that there's a really great quote. So one of my favorite people out there in the world is social researcher, Dr. Brené Brown. And I read this quote from her that I'm going to read to you. And she talks about vulnerability. And really, when you need to be brave and put yourself out there to do something, it means that you're making yourself really vulnerable because there's the risk that whatever you're going for, whether you're going to be in the school play or going for a leadership position or an award or whatever it is that you might not get it and that everyone's going to see that actually you didn't get that job or you didn't get that part and how that's going to make you feel. So this is what she says. Vulnerability is not about losing. It's about showing up when you can't control the outcome. So I think that's really important. So it's about showing up even though you know, you know what, 
I'm going to try for that job. I'm going to try for that sporting team. And maybe I'm not going to be successful. Maybe I'm not going to get it, but I'm, I'm going to put myself out there because I know that even if I miss out, even if I fall on my face, that I'm going to be okay. And here's the other interesting thing that Brene Brown also says that I think is a really great point. She says that we all need to be intentional about who we accept feedback from. So the only people that she takes feedback from are people who love her and have her best interests at heart. So, you know, if something doesn't go your way, don't be taking on board the attitude and opinions of people who are sitting on the sidelines and not willing to be in the game. If the people that are there rolling their eyes or making fun of you aren't people who have the courage to put themselves forward for a leadership position or a job or the play or that netball team, they're not people whose opinions should matter to you. Go to the people who care about you, whose opinions you really respect and trust. That's what matters. So don't worry about the people in the cheap seats. That's what we call it, the people in the cheap seats who are just looking on and who aren't participating. And I think the other thing that I would say with courage is that you get to take baby steps. Courage sometimes is simply the idea that tomorrow is a new day and I'm going to try again. That takes courage. You don't have to do a big leap of faith. Sometimes it's a baby step of faith to get you going. Hi, Beck. I'm really worried I'm not going to make the A netball team at school. Okay, so not even a question, just a statement that somebody's put out there. I'm really worried that I'm not going to make the A netball team at school. Oh, girl, I hear you. All right, so here's a bit of a magic formula, all right? The more you put yourself out there and every time that you go for something, make yourself vulnerable, put yourself out there and you fall or you fail and you realise actually hang on a second, the world hasn't ended, I'm actually okay. That builds your resilience muscle. I'm going to tell you a great book that I'd love you to have in your home library. It's called The Confidence Code for Girls, Taking Risks, Messing Up and Becoming Your Amazingly Imperfect, Totally Powerful Self. And it's by two authors, Katie Kay and Claire Shipman. This is a terrific book for tween and teenage girls about having confidence and building that resilience muscle and that confidence muscle. And I think that, look, you know, you may not make the A netball team. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what type of a player you are, but I think that that fear of not getting in the team, don't let that stop you from putting yourself out there and having a go. And what you've got to realise in your life is that in life you're going to fail or have disappointments more often than you're going to win. That's just how it is. So more times in life you're going to experience disappointment than glory. But the more comfortable you can get with that, the more comfortable you can get with the idea that, well, that's okay. That doesn't mean that I'm a failure or a bad person. That's just another experience that I can clock up. And it makes you, every time that you put yourself out there and don't get something, it actually makes you braver. And so what I would say as well is that, let's say that you put yourself forward for the team, you don't get in. Here's what else I would say that in those moments when we miss out on things or when we fail, they're moments in life when we get to show people who we really are. And I think that if you can handle that moment with grace and dignity, it is going to speak volumes about you to your coaches and to your teachers and your principal at school. If you can congratulate the girls who got into the team, if you can go to the coach and go, you know what? 
I understand that I didn't get chosen this time because there's always possibility in the future. What can I work on? Or it may even be, is there a different sport that would be better suited to me? Have that conversation. But what I'm saying is, I know it's a cliche to say, you know, every cloud has a silver lining. But if you don't get in, use this as an opportunity to show what you're made of. Because actually, that moment of you showing your true colours and showing how mature you are and that you can be a leader and that you can still cheer on the girls in that team and be supportive of that team that could end up earmarking you potentially for a leadership role. That's what makes a great leaders in life is how we handle disappointments and setbacks. I mean, I hope you get into the team and I hope that also that you behave graciously if you do get in and have sympathy and empathy for the people who don't. But if you're one of the people who doesn't get in, use that moment to show your school or your team who you really are and what you're made of. Good luck. Up next, we're going to talk about the pressure to get good grades. But first, Claire McMenamin is here to talk to you about how to get over failure. Hi, I'm Claire McMenamin, former Australian Diamond and a Team Girls Ambassador. When I was a teenager, I remember trialling for a team and I was the youngest person that was trialling there. I was 14 and I was up against a whole heap of 17-year-olds and I was petrified of going along to trials and not making this team. And I think that the best thing and the way that I approached it, actually had a coach that told me this was that courage sometimes doesn't always roar. Um, Sometimes courage is this little voice at the end of the day that just keeps saying to you that I'll try again tomorrow. And so the way that I approached those trials and the way that I approached that situation was just turning up every day, even though I was petrified to be there and I was worried about failing and just giving it my best shot. Thanks, Claire. Suncorp Team Girls keeps girls playing sport today so we can create more confident, successful women tomorrow. To access a range of tools and resources designed to help build girls' confidence and keep them in the game, visit suncorp.com.au forward slash team girls. We were just talking about what it means if you don't make the A netball team at school, which is a little similar to our next question, actually, which is about what competition looks like in the classroom. So let's hear it. Hello, Beck. Hoping you can help me. I'm one of the smart kids in my grade, and my friends at school are all really smart too. But I'm finding the work this year much harder, and I'm worried that if I don't keep getting good grades, then I won't be part of the group. Wow. Okay. You are putting a lot of pressure on yourself, my friend. So here's the thing. I get that when we're young, we look for the things that we're good at to sort of hang our hat on in order to feel good about ourselves. So you've gone, well, I'm doing really well academically. You sort of see yourself as one of the smart kids because obviously you are and you're using that as, well, you know, I feel that's my thing. You know, academics and schoolwork and assignments, that's my thing and I'm good at it. But here's what I think. I think you're selling yourself short and I think that – In a way, you're putting all your eggs in the one basket for your self-esteem. So you're letting academics be the only thing that you're using to feel good about who you are and what you have to offer. And there's got to be more to you than that. And I don't know you, but I'm sure that there's more to you than just someone who does well on assignments and exams. Maybe you're someone who loves playing the piano or rock climbing, or bike riding, or singing, or you're great at art, or debating. 
maybe also you're a great friend. Maybe you're kind. Maybe you're loyal. Maybe you're super creative. Maybe you're always giving back to the community. Maybe you're the first person that everyone else comes to when they've got a problem because they know that they can trust you and that you'll help them. Um, So I think that I would broaden out the way that you feel good about yourself and the way that you identify yourself. Don't let it just be academics. And I guess the other thing that I would say about your friendship group is I don't know your friendship group, but I would like to think that they would have lots of reasons for wanting to be friends with you, not just because you get certain grades on a test or in an assignment. And ask yourself if one of them did suddenly bombed out or started their marks drop down, would you suddenly kick them out of your friendship group? It doesn't sound to me like you would. And I would think that if you're a smart girl, it sounds to me that you have probably chosen really great friends who like you for who you are and what you have to offer, your sense of humor, your creativity, how you see the world. And that has nothing to do with whether you get 10 out of 10 on a maths test. So believe in yourself and go home, write out a list right now or when you get home this afternoon And of all the different things that you love and that you think that you're good at and that make you light up and go from there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ask Me Anything. If you have a question, I would love to hear it. So email us at podcast at mamamia.com.au or call the pod phone on 028999386. Next week, it is all about body image and self-esteem. Ask Me Anything is produced by Ruth DeGlar, Eliza Ratliff and Amelia Navasquez for Mamma Mia. This podcast is made possible by Suncorp Team Girls. Let's build a nation of confident girls.